The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morenci, the Prince, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. We all just got Baker Mayfield. I don't believe what I just saw, as I believe Jack Buck uh, once so eloquently uh, stated. Baker Mayfield, 0-22 in his career as a starting quarterback when trailing by 13-plus points. Not anymore. Baker Mayfield leads an epic comeback uh, tonight. Although, and I don't want to take anything away from Baker Mayfield. This, you know, he deserved he deserved this moment. He's been through a lot. He's been a punchline. Um, he deserved this moment. But I do believe that this was more the Raiders letting off the hook than it was the Rams winning this football game. Let's be real. They just allowed a 98-yard drive, half of which was given up on, like, one play and a bunch of penalties. And only the Raiders could do this and seemingly find a way to lose this football game. And you could see it coming. You really could see it coming. After Buddy got the penalty um, for knocking the ball out of Baker's hand after the play, you knew it was like, oh, yeah, you guys are going to lose, aren't you? And it didn't have to be this way. But Coach Josh McDaniels, with a gutless, cowardly decision to punt the football in the first place. Dude, you're a five and seven football team, all right? You're a five and seven football team. And you've got fourth and half a yard. You've got the leading rusher in the National Football League. It's the two minute warning. They don't have any more timeouts. McDaniel said on the podium after, and he seemed to be pretty you know, lost and clueless, but why wouldn't he be? He's lost and clueless on the field. He should be off of it as well. He said, well, we thought our defense was playing well. Fine. You need to outweigh everything. As gamblers, we, we weigh the options. The, you know what I mean? The risk-reward, risk management, right? So if you think about it, you're like, okay, we could punt the ball down the field, but they could also get a pass interference penalty or two. Baker Mayfield could get hot here out of weird some Cinderella story. I knew this could happen. And I'm thinking to myself, it's one of those, I'm not a big go for two guy for the win guy. All right. I don't, you know, I don't want to, if I, my team's coming back and stuff, I don't want to go for two. I'll just take it to overtime. I'm not a big, like always all oh, let's go for it. I'm not Brandon Staley. Okay. But at the same point in time, I'm also a want to win the game guy. And if you tell me, listen, you always have to add up how many we can pick up half a yard here and we win the game, point blank, or we punt the ball and we got to stop them in a two-minute drill. 
I'll just take my chances here. And another thing is, it, even if you get stopped and the Rams score, it would have happened a hell of a lot faster and you would have had time to come back and kick a field goal after. A kid that has smoked an eight ball of the purple Kush playing Madden would know this. Hell, I used to play Madden for money and I would seriously have better management than these jackasses. The Thursday Night Throwdown has begun. The Las Vegas Raider meltdown is complete. Baker Mayfield's comeback has begun. There's a lot of stuff to unpack. I am Gable Moranci. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates joining us on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Shout out to everybody in SoCal. The mightier 1090, the 50,000-watt juggernaut. Shout out to everybody in Texas. 97.1, the freak in Dallas, Texas. Baker Mayfield was 0-22 in his career as a starting quarterback when trailing uh, by uh, 13-plus points. Uh, but now he's 2-1 and one off the bench when trailing by 13-plus points. In his NFL debut with the Los Angeles Rams tonight on less than like... Dude, it, he's been signed for 30 hours. This is unheard of. Um, people said, oh, he might start. He only started because everybody else was sort of hurt, and for whatever reason, they started Wolford. I don't know. My guess is we're going to find out after that Sean McVay is such a cool dude that Wolford started the football game because he got some sort of bonus. Um, Baker Mayfield rolls in, carves up the Raiders' defense late, yet honestly, and I don't want to take anything away from Baker Mayfield, all right? This guy's been to hell and back. He's been criticized. He's been become a punchline. And it's a big-time win for him. And basically, he just won himself a job uh, with the Los Angeles Rams as their backup quarterback moving into next year. They're going to want him back, and he's going to be want to be back. No one's offering the starting gig off of this one performance here. And Matthew Stafford is always hurt. But let's be real. This is more and. You know, it was kind of annoying. Baker Mayfield comes in, and the halftime show's all about Baker, even though the, the, the Rams are losing 13-3. But this is more about the Raiders collapsing. This is more about the Raiders' poor coaching. This is about the Raiders not being able to close out a football game. This is about a Raider team that has now blown uh, four games this year in which they had a 13-point lead or more. That's, that's like an NFL record. That's on the coach, all right? The players only do what they're told to do. And you're a micromanager, like, freak, McDaniel. So this stuff's on you. You know, th th this stuff's on you. And he said after the game, well, we don't have a lot of margin of error for mistakes. Then stop making them, coach. You lost to a center who came in off the street from Bristol, Connecticut, and had never coached an NFL game in his life. The guy coached like Pop Warner, and he beat your ass in Las Vegas. You just lost to Baker Mayfield, who walked in out of a homeless shelter. Baker was in a soup kitchen this week. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. You are listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci. This is Sports Rage. Let's roll. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people of Boston, but everybody else in between. I am Gabriel Moranzi. We've got a full house here uh, tonight. We'll get back to some World Cup talk because we're back at it in the morning. I don't have any money left, but we're back at it uh, in the morning. I don't have any money left because I had the Raiders and a bunch of money line parlays uh, tonight, and they blow another 13-point-plus lead to a quarterback that uh, basically was, like, homeless uh, 48 hours ago. To a quarterback that like was like a four-string quarterback with the Carolina Panthers. Listen, Baker Mayfield played well tonight. And if there was one thing that Baker was going to be able to do was actually run like the run that drill at the end of the football game. Sean McVay said after the game that it was all Baker. Like it wasn't the they basically weren't even calling plays anymore. They were sort of calling plays, but it was just sort of let it rip. That was playground football at the end. And and the Las Vegas Raiders were undisciplined and poorly coached enough that they were able to manage to lose another football game that they should have won. And Josh McDaniels keeps on talking about we're trying to build a culture here. We're trying to build a culture here. We don't have a lot of room for error here right now. Hey, jackass, this football team was in the playoffs last year. It's like Brian Kelly. Got to rebuild the culture. Hey, coach, I hate to break it to you. We won the national title two years ago, bro. You ain't rebuilding nothing. Don't try to be a hero and pretend you're rebuilding something that's already built. All right? The Raiders were better off with Richie Bisaccia as their head coach. What do we see? Less is more. Less is more. Taylor Heineke, the kid makes $4 million a year. Carson Wentz makes $35 million a year. Who's a better quarterback? Who do they win more games with? They win more games with Heineke. I don't care that Bisaccia was a special teams coach. The guy took a football team whose head coach got fired for being a racist xenophobe. took over a football team who wide receiver was killing people and led them to the playoffs against the big genius Staley and the boy wonder Justin Herbert. The Raiders nearly beat the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs last year. They were inside the 10-yard line. The Bengals went to the Super Bowl. And Josh McDaniels talking about building cultures. You couldn't build a Lego set. Building cultures, you lost to Jeff Saturday, who just gave up 33 points in one effing quarter. It's a clown show. At some point, Raider fan, they're going to turn on this, man. They're going to turn. The Raiders are like the Montreal Canadiens. Like, there's certain teams that no matter how bad they are, it's like a gospel. It's not like a team. It's a religion. But you know what? The Pope has got to go. And the Pope right now happens to be Josh McDaniels. 
When I say the Pope, excuse me. Bozo the Clown. Josh McDaniel, seriously. This guy should be performing on the Vegas Strip as a clown. Hey, appearing tonight is Circus Circus, Josh McDaniels. Another one of Bill Belichick's failed disciples. Stop hiring Bill Belichick coaches. Unless you want to lose. You know what? I don't know. Why don't you hire Matt Patricia to become your OC? Maybe Joe Judge can come to Las Vegas and help things out. But you have a nice stadium, though. Best thing about that stadium, I swear to God, Allegiant Stadium in Vegas is like MSG. You want to see good football? You want to see good entertainment or a championship? Go see like the Pac-12 championship game. Go to a concert. It's like MSG. The only only title you're ever going to see there is like the Big East. That's what Vegas has become. Al Davis, the commitment to excellence. You know, I don't want to get into people's personal lives and families, but you have to ask yourself, Mark Davis, and think, what would your father do right now? What would what 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 what, what would what would Big Al do right now? Al would tell Josh McDaniels, you've got 30 minutes to get out of the the facility. Otherwise, I'm going to have you buried in the desert. Here's your check. Now get the F out of here. You think Al Davis would have put up with this? The commitment to excellence? The just win, baby? Richie Masaccia took this team to the playoffs last year. He didn't even have Devontae Adams. How do you screw this up? You're a 5-7 and seven football team, and you are such a gutless coward that you decide to punt. Not a QB sneak. Not, you got the leading rusher in the NFL. You got Devontae Adams. You don't say, you know what, man, we're on a three-game win streak, man. We only got to get a half yard. We're about to win a big game. That's not even a hesitation. That's like, no, no, of course we're going for it. We're going to do a QB sneak here. We're going to win this football game right now. Well, you know, I thought our defense was playing well. We just didn't execute, and you know. Well, that's like the, uh, seems to be a lot of that, coach. It's time and time and time and time again. I got a poll question up on Twitter right now at Sports Rage. What's the lowest point and the worst loss of the season for the Raiders? Blowing the 20 nothing halftime lead to the Arizona Cardinals? Losing to Jeff Saturday and the Indianapolis Colts? Or tonight? People have recent memory uh, bias. 74.3% say tonight. I'm not even sure what the biggest disgrace was. They're all pretty bad. They're all pretty bad. I think the Jeff Saturday one's pretty bad. Like you, like this is like the the try. You know what I mean? Like what, I don't know what's next. Like, like seriously, like who are you gonna lose to next? You know, like you lost to a coach that had a job for two days and has never prepared for an NFL game, and he beats you pretty handily, actually. <laughs> and, and now you just lost to a quarterback who didn't know the playbook. It is unheard of in football for a guy to walk in off the street and and do and win a football game. And like I said, like Baker Mayfield wasn't great tonight. He made a couple of throws, but the Raiders were just that inept and poorly coached. 
And, you know, and as far as Baker Mayfield is concerned, I said after one thing with Baker is his problem is he's a good player. He's not as bad as people think, but he's not you know he's not as good as he thinks. It's like you know somewhere in the middle. But thing with Baker is it's his it's his thin skinness. It's the things that he says that rub people the wrong way. So I said this earlier in the week. I said this last night. I said, uh, you know, even before this, I said Baker's in a perfect spot right now. But his people around him have to tell him, do not say what you want to say. Whatever comes to your mind, don't say it. <laughs> like that type of thing. Because you know. Like, I'm surprised he didn't walk onto the podium tonight after and pull, like, a DX. Like, suck it. And, like, how do you like that, Carolina? How do you like that, Stefanski? Now I'm on the Rams. Like, you know what I mean? I'm going to wreck this league, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that was that's something that he would have done before. He was very humble tonight after. I got to believe that someone told him, listen, you've got to keep your mouth shut and you can get a job, but you got to shut up. You've got to shut up. And he was very humble after the fact. But what he said that was interesting after the fact, he said, I was, I, he goes, I couldn't believe Richard Sherman asked him about the coverage that the Raiders were playing. Basically, the Raiders were playing a press man-to-man coverage despite having the game. Like, all they had to do was just go into somewhat of a zone slash prevent and eat the clock up. Like, and Baker Mayfield said, I couldn't believe they didn't change the coverage. And, you know, he basically said they made it easier for us. That's on the Raiders coaching staff. You guys aren't even qualified to be coaching at UNLV Running Rebels. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. They're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Wild game in the Pacific Northwest. Jamal Murray has just buried a three-point shot with uh, .9 seconds remaining after Dame hit a uh, big uh, a big shot. <laughs> they were going back and forth. It was one of these crazy wild rides. 121-120 final score. Old school NBA. Old school NBA. Wild. Wild. Old, you know, it just feels like a Denver-Portland game should. If you tune into game type decisions tonight, I told you to take the over. Um... I said six of the last seven times these teams have played, it's gone over the number. Make it seven of the last eight. Sometimes you just don't overthink these things. Should have just bet all of our money on this game instead of that uh, train wreck circus show. Appearing this weekend at Circus Circus on Las Vegas Boulevard, the Las Vegas Raiders. 
Like, honestly, like, I went to a Raider game a couple of weeks ago. Like, the best thing about it was, was like, the Raiderettes, actually. The Raiderettes are so hot, my girlfriend even said they were hot. She goes, man, she goes, those Raiderettes aren't playing around. <laughs> so she's, like, she said to me, she goes, wow, those Raiderettes, huh? <laughs> like, uh, I was like, yeah. I said, yeah, it's, it's next level, the Raider, you know. The, the, the standard to be a Raiderette is much higher than it is to actually be a coach at the Raiders. I don't even really want to blame the players. The players, whatever. Players are just like soldiers. They, you know, there's a general, and they're told what to do. Like, I guarantee you, if you ask the players what they would have done, they all would have went for it. They would have said, yeah, we want to go for it. What I don't understand, though, is McDaniels is supposedly this big analytics smart guy. So as I stated, you know, I'm a bad risk management person. I'm always all in in real life. But I, and when it comes to football, I'll be a little smarter and cautious. But it's risk management. It's basically, all right, we either got to make a bunch of plays or one play for half a yard for the win. Let's just roll. And even if you didn't get it, you could have stopped them again anyways. Right? It does, there was no guarantee they were going to score. And if they would have scored, you would have had more time left after. Right? You would have time instead of letting the clock go and then you were just screwed with nine seconds left. Like, you couldn't have managed it worse. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, even then, at some point, you're like, man, we've got to figure out the clock, like, if they score here. Like, that's got to cross your mind. At some point where it's like, all right, listen, they're going to score. Like, we all knew they were going to score. I knew I was done. I had a money line parlay that was done. I might as well have just burnt my money. I didn't bust it out and lit it up like Krusty the Clown. I knew, you know, at that point. So, like, you know, I guarantee you, everyone on the Raiders knew. You could just tell, like, it was one of those deals you just knew was going to happen after the big play to midfield. You just knew it was going to happen. That's when you're the Raiders. You got to be like, all right, listen, they're going to score, but we got to worry about the clock because all we need is a field goal after. It was just, it was just bad coaching all around. It just was. It's not the first time. Like I said, you lost to Jeff Saturday. No offense to Jeff Saturday, but it was his first game. He didn't even have a whistle. Uh, you know what I mean? You didn't have a chart. Like, basically, you're losing the people walking in off the street, man. You know, this is like, you know, like, seriously. It's like finding out your girlfriend's cheating on you with, like, the, you know, cheating on you with a crackhead outside the liquor store. Like, if you find out, she's cheating on me with George Clooney. <laughs> like, like, at this point, like, what? how much lower can you go if you're the Raiders? You blew a 20 nothing lead to the Cardinals. Uh, didn't you get shut out? No, what about the Jags? Didn't you blow a big lead against the Jaguars too? <laughs> like, I can't even like, it's just like my head. You're an embarrassment. As I stated, like if you're Mark Davis, this is on you, man. You've got to think to yourself, man, listen, let's be real, Mark. The only reason you own this team is because your dad gave it to you. Okay. So you're running this into the ground, man. McDaniels needs to go. He's not a Raider. That's another thing. Basaccia was a Raider type. It's like, how is this guy to coach? Because he is. Basaccia. It's just like the Raider. You know what I mean? I, I saw the same thing, man. I lived in Los Angeles, and and they hired Mike Shanahan. When I was going to Raider games, when Bo Jackson was there. And, uh, and Jay Schrader was the quarterback, and Vince Evans, and Art Shell and all that. You know what I mean? So... Um, Tim Brown. Um, so, anyways, um, Mike Shanahan got hired. Mike Shanahan wasn't a coach of the Broncos yet. Mike Shanahan was like, you know, he was sort of like McDaniels. He was kind of anal and very, you know, very militaristic and stuff. You know, he was more militaristic than McDaniels is. McDaniels isn't like a jerk to the players. He just thinks he knows everything, and he doesn't, as we see. 
He doesn't. So, but anyway, so Shanahan got there, and Howie Long was, like, sitting on a Raider helmet in practice. Like, he was basically, you know, he put his helmet down, and he sat on top of the helmet. He was, like, drinking Gatorade or whatever, sitting on his helmet. And I think Shanahan, like, kicked the helmet from underneath him, or tried to type thing, you know what I mean? And same with, like, Lyle Alzado. Like, these Raider vets that have won Super Bowls and stuff. And Shanahan was like, that's ah, a disgrace. No one sits on a helmet and my, you know, on my team and stuff like that. And Al Davis fired him. He basically said, listen, this guy's like, it's like hiring a, you know, a cop or something to hang around with a bunch of bikers. You know what I'm saying? It's not a good idea. Like, it's like, you know, it's a bad mix. Now, we should note, he got fired. Shanahan went to Denver and did win Super Bowls. And then Art Shell took over for the Raiders. But my point being, I feel the same way about McDaniels. He's not a Raider. Right? He's He doesn't have that Raider thing about him. He's too, I don't know, he's too Josh McDaniels-ish. <laughs> you know? You need, you need someone, like, you need a personality to be the coach. Like, Gruden was the good coach for the Raiders, except Gruden wasn't a great coach anymore, and he was a racist. So, you know what I mean? Like, they had the right idea, so to speak. But, like, they need, like, you know what I mean? I guess, you know what they need? What I'm getting at here is there's kind of a guy out there, actually, that they need, isn't there? Sean Payton. Sean Payton. They need someone with a swagger. They need someone that understands the Raiders' mystique. They need somebody that can live up to the standards, right? I mean, we're talking about John Madden. Let's not forget about John Madden. You know, we're talking about Tom Flores. We're talking about coaches that have won Super Bowls, right? The legacy, the commitment to excellence. Sean Payton can live up to that standard. The Raiders are a glamorous enough uh, program for him to want to take over. It's a glamour job. Uh, one of the prerequisites for Peyton was he wants to be in a warm weather location. Well, you're not going to get any warmer. You're in a desert, bro. So uh, there's all the, the requisites. You know what I mean? The team has money. They have talent. Dude, they have talent. Like, they, I mean, they could win games. Look at their defensive line in Crosby. He caused havoc tonight. Look at Josh Jacobs. He had 99-yard rushes. I, uh, he had 99 yards. Devontae Adams making plays. It's on the coaching staff. It's when you lose four games and you have a 13-point lead, uh, that's on the coaches. It's not on the players. It's not on the coaches. You went all conservative. They, they played like Uruguay or Spain, Matthias. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, let's just keep on. Like, dude, you were up 13-3 and stuff, 10-3 or whatever, and you guys were acting like you were up 30-3. to You just, like, you, you took the pedal off the metal. You thought you were going to win a game. You should have went for the jugular and just scored again. You would have buried them if it was 20-3. to like I said, yeah, I, I'll give credit to, to Baker. I'll give credit to the Rams for playing hard. But to me, that was more the Raiders losing. That was more the Raiders choking than the Rams winning. You know, you had a 98-yard punt. You pinned him on the two-yard line. It was one penalty after another. You knocked the ball out of his hand after, like only a moron would do. It, you, know, you, you played man-to-man coverage for whatever reason all the way down the field. <laughs> you didn't drop extra guys back with like 13 seconds left, man. It's like, are you kidding me? Like even Baker Mayfield, he said it humbly after. He goes, oh, yeah, I, I couldn't believe they didn't change their coverage. He goes, we just kept on doing it over and over. And we thought like, he basically said as long as they weren't going to change, they were going to keep on running the same play. <laughs> and, and that's on the Raiders. 
It's on the Raiders. No, no surprise here, though, Gabe, man. They haven't been able to close out all year long. You know, 16-3 to is never a score that, you know, it's like having a 2-0 lead in soccer. No doubt. You know, you let one yeah. in, and next thing you know, it's just like it, it catches you by storm. The, the avalanche of energy and momentum, it's like that sense of belief. Just get me the ball back, right. and then maybe we could win. Yeah, no, that's, you're exactly right. These teams don't have the killer instinct. I don't, you know, it's just they are who they are, whatever. I, we're upset because we lost money on it. <laughs> so it was sort of like watching the Commanders and the Giants last week. It was like neither of them were trying to win in the last part of the game. It was like, you know, where there's five minutes left in overtime, and you're running the ball. Like, there's, you know, you're in the first quarter here, right? And it was like, okay, you both want to tie? Then tie. Go ahead and see if that helps you in the end, but don't cry when it does. You know, we see this all the time, man, especially in soccer. Spain, same thing. Spain can complain, oh, this, oh we were better. Yeah, you're better, whatever. You didn't try to score until the last five minutes of the game. So Uruguay, same thing. Yeah, you play great defense, you don't score, and then you, you, you attack refs on the way out after, right? Because, oh, it's their fault. Right? Same with the Raiders. You took the pedal off the metal, man. I mean, point blank, you took the pedal off the metal. Rams win. Very frustrating. So the votes are coming in. So it's still 68.6% uh, saying that uh, tonight is the worst loss in a Raiders season. It is pretty bad, right? Like, like they, it's one of those, like, can you believe, like, put it this I think way. the like, Chiefs one is worse, Gabe. I think the one to the Chiefs was worse because the season was still alive at that point, and it's a division game on the road. They had no, but they're not supposed to beat that. the Chiefs. They, that, but that's the thing. They, they could have, and they let it slip away. You know, you gotta, those are the ones that stick out the most to me because those are the ones that kind of derail your season to a point. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, they're, they're, there's, there's a lot of disappointment with this team. And it's all Josh McDaniel's fault. The Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. Vent your rage. You suck. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. That's the dumbest bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. We often discuss we don't like uh, the term bad beats. I am Gabriel Moranzi. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Radio Networks. Often um, say I don't like the term bad beats, but tonight I really suffered an extremely bad beat on this Raider game. And whatever. Anyone had the Raiders on the money line, obviously, it was just one of those deals. It really is crazy, isn't it? 
I don't know if anybody has the number. Our boy, the big E, Eric Cohen, was just sending me a message asking me if I knew the number of what the Rams were. I don't, but whatever. It was the exact same thing on Monday Night Football. All right? It was the same thing on Monday Night Football in which the, the Buccaneers were down 16-3 and they came back and won the game in the final moments. It's another 16-3 football game. It was the same scenario that repeated itself, so I guess we shouldn't be surprised. It's amazing, too, because these games are so bad, and I tweeted out, I said, it's like a movie that's so bad, but you're like, oh, whatever. There's only like 10 minutes left, so I'll just, I'll, I'll, you know, before I leave the theater, I might as well just stick it out. And then it ends in some crazy, weird fashion. You say, that's one thing about the NFL. You give them credit. The games generally suck for three hours, and then something weird happens at the end. Now, doesn't mean it's exciting. <laughs> but you want to talk about a bad beat. So I had the Raiders on Moneyline Parlays. I had, like, coming in, I had them. Like, that's all I needed was the Raiders. I played another one tonight with Ohio State Moneyline against Rutgers and the Raiders. Then Ohio State won. I had another one. I forget who it was. I had another one with the Raiders. I had, like, a, you know, I had, like, three or four, like, Raider Moneyline Parlays. And, now listen, we did hit Josh Jacobs' first touchdown of the game at plus 450. That was cool. But we hit the long field goal prop. It wasn't a total train wreck. Yet, this one sucked. I played, you know, the old odds boost. And they had a boost up. It was, it three things needed to happen. The Raiders needed to win the game. Josh Jacobs needed to score a touchdown. And Josh Jacobs needed to have 100 or more rushing yards. On that play that Josh Jacobs got stopped on on the third and one before they wussed out and punted, he got he was at 99. He didn't pick up any yards on that play. If he would have picked up that yard, the Raiders would have won the football game because it would have been a first down and the Rams were out of timeouts. The Raiders would have won the football game. We would have won all of the Raider money line plays. And we would have won the plus 450 bet of Jacobs, 100 yards, a touchdown, and Raiders win at plus 450 because he would have gotten to 100 if he would have gotten one yard on that play, and he didn't. Like, that's, you want to talk about a bad beat? That's a bad beat. And I didn't know how many yards he was at. I wasn't, like, staying, a lot of times I'll know, I'll look at the box score and stuff, but I had a lot of stuff going on. I didn't. I, you know, I was sort of watching on, you know, I was watching a game. So they were like, oh, he's at 79 yards now, whatever. So I sort of knew the ballpark. But I, I thought to myself, I was like, man, he's got to be close moving in on 100. And I, you know, I was like, he's got to be close to 100 now. And I sort of got, as soon as I said that, I thought that to myself, Al Michaels goes, he's got 99 yards rushing tonight. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's got 99. And then the play came up. And I'm like, oh, my God, all he needs to do is get a first down here. We're going to win the, the, the plus 450, and we're going to win the game, and the game's going to be over, and we're going to have a big night. He doesn't get it. They go to the two-minute warning, and then they decide to punt. Like, it's on McDaniels. And I wouldn't even be mad, whatever. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have given it to Jacobs on fourth down. But the thing is, he is the leading rusher in the NFL. So what, you don't trust your leading rusher in the NFL to get a half-yard coach, right? And or, and or, like I said, it was close enough at that point. It was like, like you know, it was a short yard. It wasn't a long yard. I know, maybe it was a yard. It was, you know what I mean? You could have QB sneaked it. Like, you had the option. Like, you know what I mean? Derek Carr is good at QB sneaks. He's a big dude. 
they they ran a successful sneak earlier, right? Like you could have. There's no Aaron Donald. You could have QB sneaked it. Like I'm saying, you could have QB sneaked it. You could have done some cute little, you know. Oh, I can't believe you're throwing the ball and oh, you did a little screen pass and no one saw that coming to the weak side of the field. There was like a million things you could have done instead of punting a damn ball. But you know, is it Josh Jacobs? Whatever, man. If Josh Jacobs is a great running back this year. If he could have, if he would have got one more yard, we would have won the football game, and I really would have killed it because I even would have won the plus four fifty on top of that. So trust me, you want to talk about bad beats? That's a bad beat. When you got the game, and like I say, I was about it was like two thousand dollars type thing on that one play. It's a cold world, very cold world, that close. Not close to a couple of dimes, all because he got he, he fell short on that one play. <laughs> he can't can't make it up. It is what it is. But at the same point in time, I was also on the uh, the Denver Nuggets tonight. They just won with zero point nine seconds left against the Portland Trailblazers. Right? You bet. You know, you bet on all these games and stuff. You're gonna have good beats, bad beats, and everything else in between. We talk about it every night. But I don't like the term bad beat. It's more of a bad pick than a bad beat. If you weren't right, you weren't right, right? Like, you know, you can blame this or blame that. I mean, how many people will often complain about losing a game by half a point, but they don't tell you about the games that they win by half a point. The Raiders are just the fourth team to lose four games in a season after losing by 13 or more points. Joined in the 1998 Colts, 1996 Jets, and 1982 Rams. Job well done, Josh McDaniels. It really is crazy, too. Uh, So the Buccaneers trailed 16-3 and scored two touchdowns in the final four minutes on Monday Night Football to beat the Saints 17-16. Tonight, the Rams trailed 16-3 and scored two touchdowns in the final four minutes to win 17-16. The exact same. It's almost like if people, for the people that think this stuff is scripted, (laughs) which it isn't, but for the people that think it is, like this almost like gives them ammunition. In a sense of like, wow, the same script, huh? <laughs> you guys slipped up. You ran the same score. Same final score in the same way. 16-3, under four minutes remaining. 17-16 final on Monday night. Exact same thing tonight. 16-3, two touchdowns scored in the final four minutes. You got to believe, you know, and it wasn't me. I wish it was. But you got to believe that there were some lucky son of a bitch out there that actually bet both of these. Somebody out there had to say, you know what, I'm going to jump on this on the Bucks money line here, 25 to 1 or whatever. And then that same person had to have done it tonight when they were like, well, I just did this the other night and it won, so let me do it again and see what happens. A little, you know, I already won a bunch, let me sprinkle again. <laughs> I got to believe there was someone out there that did this. Some wild stuff. Like I said, the game was terrible, and then you you know you you wrap up with this insanity. Mitch Marner, Mitch Marner of the Toronto Maple Leafs, has extended his point streak to 21 games, the longest in the National Hockey League since Patrick Kane had a 26 game streak in 2015-16. An incredible run that uh, Mitch Marner is on. Right now. And of course, Mitch Marner got uh, carjacked. Fortunately for him, unlike uh, Brian Robinson of the Washington Commanders, he wasn't shot three times. 
but Marner got uh, carjacked in the offseason. Uh, you know, I was read a couple of days after they got eliminated in the playoffs. He went to a movie and he tried to take his mind off of losing in the playoffs in Toronto and he got robbed like coming out of the movie theater. He got into his like, I think he has a Hummer or he's got, he had a nice like, he had a pimped out SUV type thing, right? I think it might have been, I don't know, it was a Hummer, whatever it was. He was a Range Rover. It was one of the, you know, it was really nice and stuff, but he wasn't targeted because he was him. There were basically in that area, there were like, a, there was a gang of kids that were jumping people that had nice cars. And the thing is, too, Mitch Marner, he doesn't look like, you know, if you saw this this kid, like, in line at a movie theater, you wouldn't think that, oh, this kid lights the NHL up every night. It's the one thing, actually, about athletes, too. Uh, it's like, I saw there's a, there's, a, there's a video. It's cool stuff. It's very sort of, um, I don't know if cute is the word, but it's one of those, like... <laughs> And it's actually, it's not fake either. Like, it's Max Duggan at TCU, and he's in New York City, and he's basically outside of our studio, to be honest. I saw the corner. I'm like, oh, I know it well. And he's on the corner, and he's basically, like, looking, and there's, like, New York taxis flying by, and there's people walking around him and stuff. And he's standing, and he looks back into the camera, and he goes, man, we're really not in Iowa anymore, man. And he's looking around. He sort of had this, like, you know, everyone else does like people have never been to new york city before and like he's like 20 years old or whatever the kid like 22 whatever and he had that sort of like oh my god like he just sort of had this wide-eyed sort of like look and like i said he looked like a type of kid that like people would rob like on in the streets in new york like he didn't look that big he's like this he's got his red hair and he had like a backpack on and stuff and <laughs> Like I said, like if you saw this kid walking down the street, there's no way in hell you would think, yeah, you know what, man? This kid's like one of the best quarterbacks in the country, man. And it's like fast as hell and lit up the Big 12 and is an unbelievable quarterback. You'd be like, who? That kid there with the red hair? No way. You'd be like, no, man. That kid's not a star quarterback. He's not one of the top four quarterbacks in America, right? Kale McCarr, same thing. Kale McCarr is like a stud defenseman. You know, like this guy's like Bobby Orr type of thing. He's like a prodigy. Same thing. If you see him in like real life, you see him not in skates and in like with those big pads on and everything. He's not that big. He looks like just another sort of skinny kid. Same thing. You'd be like, no way. That kid's not. He's not one of the best players in the NHL. He'd be like, that kid can't survive in the NHL. No, not only does he survive, he's like, uh, he's the best. <laughs> right? And very similar situation, Connor Bedard, who's coming into the NHL now. Connor Bedard, he's like Victor Wembanyama. Next year's going to be a lot of fun, actually, for that, like both drafts. This past draft, like, you know, was, you know, these last recent drafts were kind of anticlimactic. Nobody, you know, Jabari Smith and whatever, Bankero. Not generational players. Good players, but not generational, right? But the NBA draft with Victor Wembanyama. Uh, we know all about that. He's not the only good player either. Like, there's this this NBA draft is stacked. We'll get into next year's NFL draft a little bit with Brent Sobleski from the Bleacher Report. But remember, like, this year everyone said that the, the NFL draft was going to be stacked with quarterbacks. It really isn't, right? A lot of the quarterbacks didn't live up to the expectations. So now people are already starting to look to next year and Caleb Williams specifically, who's better than anybody in the draft now, which I can't argue with. But my point being, 
You got Victor Wembanyama, who is, you know, we're talking big-time generational. People, like, say he's better than LeBron James was at that age, and he is. So, you got Wembanyama, who is known as the best prospect ever to come into the NBA. The only comparison we ever heard was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Like, the, the most dominant prospect since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But this includes Luka. This includes Giannis. This includes LeBron James. Any basketball scout, they'll tell you, Victor Wembanyama is the best prospect ever to come into the NBA. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. All right, uh, our boy John in Chicago has just sent in another weird anomaly. There have been two times in the Super Bowl era where a quarterback has come off the bench, threw for 200-plus yards, rallied the team from 13 points uh, down, and snapped his team's six-game winless streak. The first one was Baker Mayfield in his pro debut in 2018. The second player to do it was tonight, Baker Mayfield in his Rams debut. You know what's really crazy about this? The fact that it really is all the same numbers and the fact that the teams have lost six games in a row each. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those weird deals. It's like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. and Sr. playing the same amount of games and having the exact same batting average and the exact same amount of home runs. Or uh, how about Gary Trent? You know that Gary Trent Jr. and Gary Trent Sr. both got traded to the from the Portland Trailblazers to the Toronto Raptors in their third year on the NBA on the same day, and they both averaged the exact same amount of points. Like, there's some weird stuff like that. The um, the, uh, the 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 Atlanta the Atlanta Braves and the Atlanta Falcons. Remember, so the, remember the Falcons blew the 28-3 lead. And then remember after the Braves lost the game five in the playoffs, they got smoked by the Cardinals like 14-1. And it was two years, eight months, and three days to the day of the Super Bowl that that blowout happened to the Atlanta Braves. Literally, it was two years, eight months, and three days, 28-3. A lot of weird synergy like that. Speaking of numbers, uh, we'll get back to We're going to get to the World Cup in level two here a little bit. Level three, we go on to NFL talk with Brent Sobleski from the Bleacher Report. Big card Julio, Julio Rosario joins us. Our Windy City Sports Report and more from Chicago. Angelo Zara from Pickwise. We'll talk some World Cup. We're going to get into the NFL. This is Sports Rage. Bring it. 